Hello and welcome to episode 383 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and joining me this fine, fine evening, rolling around in the snow like some sort of snow angel, it's Perry Burkham. Casey, forgive me for saying this, but you are one attractive man. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Mm Mm-hmm. And speaking of attractive men, the third one will not be joining us, but we do have our permanent guest, (laughs) the second most beautiful baby boy in Boston, Alex Kulafi. You can tell that we're all parents of newborns in the way that uh, we just started the show without a single plan for what we're going to (laughs) do. Not talking about what we've been playing, no structure, just all we're here. Let's Why just turn that? on the day. It, it, it reminds me of the days before Balix. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the early days well, were Well, nuts. yeah, it, it, it was super duper structured. Then it got more loosey-goosey. Then it was just loose to the goose. And yeah. then uh, Alex, he tightened it back up. But now we're slowly I mean, evolving it's again. Not, yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, he makes notes. That's more than we've done in yeah, a couple I mean, that's years. The thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, show you know, notes. As experienced podcasters, we don't really need notes, but you know, it makes Alex feel better. I need notes. <laughs> I like the notes because then we can be highlighting things and looking at and posting memes while we're talking. Well, not today, Jerry. <laughs> I guess we can still do that in the Zencaster chat. Yeah, maybe send in a few months. Pictures of each other. Yeah. It's, yeah, we we are so strapped for time right now that we're splitting our game of the year uh, episode into two just to to make it sustainable for us. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll be good that way, too, because in this way, I mean, everyone really wants to, the jimmies, you know, well, we kind of got the jimmies and we got the game of the year, which is great. Yeah. So, yeah. So so the way we're going to do it is today is the ninth. So people are going to hear this on the 11th, two weeks. What's that? <laughs> that was that? a. <laughs> I had Instagram by accident, but it was Luann going, Uncle Hank, Uncle Hank. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good for a soundboard. Yeah, he had Instagram open while you're talking on accident by accident. Yeah. Well, well, no. it was like I guess I watched that video earlier, and I close it, and and then when I turn my phone back on, it went there. But yeah, if just hearing just the Uncle Hank out of <laughs> context now, Luan, might have sounded a little, the giggles. little funky, yeah. <laughs> But that was when she made him a mixtape. Casey, you know the yeah. rules. We can look at Steam sales. We can look at Twitter, but we cannot look at Instagram reels on uh, while yeah. while I'm talking about you a game. You can't stop about. me. No, we're doing we're doing Jimmy's over two weeks. We're gonna have Justin Nation back. Uh, two episodes Hi, kids. from now. How do you what? We're gonna do our part one, which is gonna be our categories. We have like seven or eight categories. We got. Uh, most disappointing game we got best sound we got best look and one of the appeals to doing all the categories is one week is that we can do more categories than we could in previous years and then the week after that so that'll be like the first or the second of february or or whatever episode is is that week um we're going to be doing our five through one and our jimmy talk nintendo game of the year the jimmies 
Yes. And then we'll do an Undertale mm-hmm. thing after that. So there we go. There you go. Yep. Got to play that game one of these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do have. I'm, it I'm excited to work it to, to play. I I just haven't. I haven't. Uh, like I didn't want to start it until we were on the same page, and I'm glad I didn't because yeah. I want us to have our our little. Uh, I demand you be together. Yeah. Oh. No, I, I was going to start it, but like right now, I'm just focusing on Octopath, and then. Uh, like you said, it's only like six or seven hours, right? So I figured probably sometime next week I'd start it and then just sort of... Because yeah. if if it doesn't click, then I can still grind it out on like two or three sessions. And who knows, maybe if it clicks, maybe I'd just beat it in one or two, you know, sittings. Yeah, we'll, we'll and see. it's definitely because the game structure is a little different, um, which I won't say anything about that uh you sort of need like your first session to sort of get to grips with everything and then like your second one you start to understand how it how it works but i'm I'm excited for you guys to play it i think it's i think it's a really good time or it's not and i'm but i'm not sorry as opposed to i think that uh, you're just a millennial nerd and that's what makes you yes yeah well, yeah, I I'm guess like, no, you're, you're, you're Gen Z. You're not even Gen Z. You're back to Generation A. Yeah. <laughs> Gen Alpha. You're a baby. Yeah. Yeah, Alpha. <laughs> what are our kids? Like beta? Where, Ma- they're, where they're all beta males. Oh, say, for their <laughs> sake, I hope it's not beta. <laughs> we, we got the gamma babies. Yeah. It might be. I don't know. That's actually What's sound, that sounds kind of cool, actually. Generation yeah. of babies. We got the Omega children. And know. actually, the real question is, who cares? Yeah, yeah, it really doesn't matter. But Generation Alpha from 2010 really? to 2024. So yes, our babies are alphas, boys. That's amazing. Yeah. So it follows Generation Beta will be 25 to 39. I am the alpha male. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we if we have any it. more kids after this year, and then one I will get to better stay get there. Pre- we better get pregnant in the, next, in the next couple months then. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, well, that was going to happen anyway, to be clear, <laughs> within your case, Perry. Yeah, with the prolific mm-hmm. sack of his, you know. Mm. Okay. Okay. Once Once Settle down. Settle down now, kids. Shut now, uh, as I was going to say, is uh, I've been playing a really fun game. I think I've just been playing <gasps> one game, hmm. basically. Um, and I don't. And in. I know that Alex has played a little bit of it, but I don't. Alex, how many games you got? Uh, I got uh, Vampire Survivors, and I played twenty minutes of the new Prince of Persia game. Nobody oh, cares. So I'll be able to how talk did you about play that? that. I Ubisoft sent me G2 code today. No, they didn't. So, yes, they did. What? Yes, they did. For what? Switch. Are you kidding me? No, that's amazing. Yeah. You didn't even tell us. That's that's. that's, that's I, I got it a few hours ago. Wow. Okay. And cool. you only put twenty minutes in. What? What a bum! I got it two hours ago, <laughs> but I've already put three hours on it. I just beat it. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. But what, sorry, Perry, for uh, getting it off the rails. I know we shouldn't do that on a podcast. Oh well, you probably don't want. Do you want to talk about it this week or? Oh uh, yeah, we can. It's. I mean, Is the there embargo. No embargo? No, there is an embargo. It's um, but it's up the eleventh, which is Thursday when it goes live, uh, like at noon Eastern. So I I'll think, post I it, think it early. Well, yeah. So I guess I, <laughs> I guess here's here's a bit of chat about Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. Then I 
There you go. It is the Metroidvania Prince of Persia game that was announced, I think, it, at whatever we had instead of E3, if I think that's, that's right. Um, but it was announced over the summer. Um, and this is the latest game from the developer of Rayman Legends and um, Rayman Origins. I mean, it's there. Are these the same people that did Child of Light? I mean, or is that just the same art style and engine from Ubisoft? Uh, is it the same so, developer? Do you know? Ubisoft Montpelier, they're the Rayman studio, um, which includes through Origins and Legends. They made uh, Zombie U. They made some Rabbids games. They made Valiant Hearts, but I don't think they made Child of Light. Mm. So. I never played Valiant Hearts. Neither did I, but it always looked interesting. Yep. But this is the the first, I guess, pl- it's not the first platformy thing, but but I guess the most memorable recent-ish thing they did was Rayman Legends uh, 10 years ago, which I guess isn't so recent. But it's a that's new a Prince of Persia game. game. That's a fantastic game, which is why I was uh, very interested in this. Um and the early buzz seemed pretty good based on impressions, even though it's not a game I think I would normally be interested in. Uh, Ubisoft sent me a code on the Switch. I played all of 20 minutes, which is basically the, uh, the intro. Intro. Pretty much, I, I fought the boss at the end of the intro, and, and that mm. was where I stopped. Not a ton to say about it other than it seems really good. Like that, My first impression is that it's really good. It reminds me of castlevania lords of shadow mirror of fate which is which is like kind of a mediocrely reviewed mercury steam game that was sort of like the 2d new castlevania that came out on the 3ds originally um in that it's a metroidvania but it's got sort of god of war style hack and slash old god of war hack and slash combat um but i would also say there's very clear rayman legends dna and that as you're the you're not the prince of persia himself you're like one of his warriors i guess is is sort of the the way it's structured this time and as you're sort of jumping around doing metroidvania stuff you feel that rayman legends like silky smooth floatiness like it's definitely a similar style of of acrobatics and 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 it all feels really good the combat feels great the parry window the parry window excuse me uh <laughs> feels you feels pretty generous um the boss battle i fought was was really fun felt like it felt like a uh, a god of war or like not not soulsy but but it's i guess it's reminiscent of sekiro a little bit in that the first boss is against a general and you're like parrying you're parrying attacks um and and just my first impression is that like it feels really good and it also runs really well on switch like i think the other platforms it's at 120 frames a second but on switch it's at 60 um looks pretty good on the oled yeah, crappy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Get> it <laughs> throw out. it out um yeah so i don't know I'm, I'm pretty excited to play more it's it's not a ton to say other than i'm guessing it's gonna get really good reviews i mean when it's the a metroidvania drops. yep okay. it is um and and there right. should be a I wonder review. how long it is uh i think i i i peeped jordan's review and I think he said 10 to 20 hours. 10 to uh, 20? It, 10 to mm. 20. Nice. That seems pretty beefy for that kind of game, right? Mm-hmm. Or, give or take, you know? And yeah, and that's perfect for a Metroidvania, I'd say. I, I think so, too. Uh, and the, um, the embargo drops Thursday, but also there's a demo that drops Thursday. So I say 
check it out and I'll have much more to say next okay. week. Okay. I, I got two questions for you. Sure. One is Prince of Persia. Is this the first Metroidvania Prince of Persia? And it, it, I mean, did it come from a 2d? Is that a thing? Like do the well, original I mean, ones? I I don't know that too well. I just like I know like GameCube era and on, and I still have never played one of the games. Ever. So the the original Prince of Persia came out in 1989, uh, made by Jordan Mechner. And the reason why I know that is he was the Karatika. Well, he was the Karatika guy, and I played <laughs> right, the, the Karatika right, right. uh, thing. But it's 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 a super early side scrolling action game. Um, do they call so, those um? Yeah, the uh, there's a type of platformer, cinematic platformer. Is that what cinematic those are? platformer? Yep, it was okay. the progenitor, or I guess Karatika, but but Prince of Persia is the other progenitor, uh, cinematic platformer. Gotcha. Um, so so there's definitely a lot of DNA here, where like you you call it a Metroidvania yeah. because that's what they're going for, like acrobatic, actiony, hack and sure. slashy Metroidvania. But it also feels probably semi true to its own lineage of being. Um, that's pretty cool, like, man. I mean, it's like it's like going back to its roots. That's pretty sweet. It's like yeah. Rayman Legends in a way, right? I mean, that's kind of like what or Rayman Origins kind of, right? They could have called it yeah. Prince of Persia Origins. <laughs> I, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if next week I'm telling you like, oh, I beat it four times, and this is the Rayman Origins of Prince of Persia. This like, is that, my that's... game of the year so far. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I think. Based on, you know how you play a game and within five minutes you kind of sometimes have an idea of if it's good or not? Yeah. This is one of those where I played 20 minutes and I'm like, oh, this seems really good. Is is That's one of those where it's like, just from like the little things, like how it's structured, how the story's told, how everything feels, how the combat feels, the floaty but precise-ish um, Rayman Legends-y slightly actiony it, like it all feels the way you want it to based on seeing that trailer so um cool. i could eat my words next week and say like oh it's it's not good but i i think it's i think it's going to be really good that's my that's my okay. impression so far. my second Sweet. question yeah. is what's your favorite metroidvania of all time hollow knight hollow knight okay and then what do you think and now is that the same answer for what you think is the best plat- uh, metroidvania of all time Metroidvania was not a genre that I super identified with until I played Hollow Knight and then I got back into it. So, so, well, I mean, I played okay. the GBA Metroids as a kid, so I, but it's like, it's a hard question to answer because it's not traditionally my genre. So like, I would say sure. yes, but I'm not, but I'm not, not I wouldn't call myself very qualified to, He's not a to give like a good thoughtful answer. And you've played uh, the uh, Ori games? I've wanted to. I oh, you like, haven't I played, played a little. games. I played a little bit of both, but I, now, I want yeah. to. I only played the second one, and that might, to me, that might, it's between that and like Dread, and only picking that because they're so different and they're kind of like, but they're so both so good. Anyway, mm-hmm. Ori and the Will of the Wisps is just a masterpiece. I mean, Guacamelee, baby, just insane. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. I need to, I need to, I need to play that one. I, I I need to play the second one. Did you play that one? Yeah, from I mean it's been a while. Um, but I would say the first one it was better from what I recall. But the second one was enjoyable as well. Cool. But yeah, first one's awesome, and you can get right. it dirt cheap. I bet you G two A's got plenty of codes from all those humble <laughs> bundles. This episode is brought to you by. 
Your friends over G2A. at G2A. That was great. Was... Lemonade posted that original segment. Yeah, that was funny. Did you, re- did you hear yeah. that, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I did. I, well, I didn't hear it, but I did see he posted that. But I guess I'm not surprised because, like, I was surprised that Casey pulled G2A as his first reference um, of one of those sites because that's not... I always knew of CD Keys and, and Kinguin, but I had never used G2A before. Alex um, is a pro at this. Yeah, yeah. No, I just... It's, <laughs> He's I like, just they're pretty playing video no, games. No, no, uh, yeah, the resale sites. I, 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 you guys are too much. <laughs> Classic Ballocks. Classic Ballocks. We know he's uh, just joking, but... You're embarrassing me in front of my infant son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Casey, have you played any video games this week, or are you yeah, I've been daddy? I, I've been gaming. I've been gaming. So, I I forget. Uh, obviously, I wasn't here last week, but um, I beat Dark Souls 2. I, nice. I don't know if I said that on the show or not, but, um, but yeah, put a bow on that, which was good nice. because... Um, having started it then like stopped then started again i was like there's no way i'm going back to it so i just got to finish it you know yeah so, that's good you could do that put a bow on it i would say uh i was surprised the final boss was pretty darn easy i thought um especially after dark souls one where like the final boss is a real pain in the butt mm. but anyway i kind of like uh, when the boss is a little easier to be honest yeah. Yeah, I wasn't too upset. You know, I was like, like okay, I, good. I like the really early bosses that are like really hard, you know? And then like, you know, I'm kind of you know, as just, you uh, beef it, up. It, you know, it, it's I'm I'm both ways. I don't mind if the the last boss is really, really hard, but I it's not you know, it's kinda nice where it's manageable because it's almost like, oh, I just want to get done at that point a lot of times. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. I like Armored Core six because the first boss like the first big boss is the hardest boss in the whole game. Is it? Yeah, Dude, I, would I want say to play so. that. I need to play that game. I'd say there's oh, like two bosses sort of early on that were pretty tough. There's one that's definitely tougher. And then, like you said, once you sort of um, get the spiel for the game, I feel it isn't as bad. There's a cliff and then you're flying, I would say. The um, Knights of the Rogue Dungeon has three bosses. And it's kind of like where they get harder, but like they're not meant to be like... You know, like like you just finished a dungeon and then you face the boss and the dungeons are so hard at the end. And there's mm-hmm. and like your stress is like be- heart beating. So once you know how to beat the bosses, you know, it's it, they're not the hardest part, but they're fun. I really like them. Mm. Nice. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I've been playing a little Octopath Traveler 2. Octopath Traveler 2. So the sequel to your favorite game of all time. Yes, and it is it is much better than the first game. And what are you playing this on? Uh, PlayStation 5. Nice. So Switch game, too. Yeah, I think it just looks nicer on PS5, Mm -hmm. so I think that's why I went with it. But um, but it it was a gift? It was, yes. Uh, It would make for a good Switch game because, you know, like obviously. I feel like any RPG is sort of well versed to be able to jump into handheld mode, so you could do stuff, you know, while watching TV or something. But um, yeah, 
so far I, I'm like 20 hours in and I think it's like I want to say like a 60 hour game it's it's pretty long but I've uh I've gotten all the travelers so you know you start out you pick out one traveler um and then you sort of go through their story and then you travel around picking up the other ones <clears throat> And then once you get them all, um, you know, it's sort of I guess you could theoretically go to chapter two before getting all of them. But essentially, right, they each have chapters uh, you like you pick them up and then, you know, uh, then the second chapter goes available and then you can go travel over to there, beat that and then third, so on and so forth. Um, they have level requirements or, or I guess uh, suggestions by them. So it it isn't exactly by the books because uh, there are usually one or two chapters that are pretty similar level so you know you could do them out of order but there are like you know i've gotten a level uh or a chapter two that's like you know i gotta be level 31 and you know my guys are level 20 so obviously that one you know you sort of work towards but um it's cool because you could fast travel to any uh city you've been to and then yeah like you know you could sort of go off in either direction usually uh, or maybe even multiple uh, directions. And then, you know, I I'm finding different dungeons that, you know, when I get in there, it's sort of like a hidden area. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, level 45. So it is cool to have sort of secrets, um, you know, scattered about uh, that sort of encourage you, I guess, to either A, you know, come back and explore later or but or, or B, make the mental note, like, hey, to, to revisit certain areas. It does the Xenoblade thing that I really like where it's, they'll they'll pepper like high number things you can't handle in the world alongside the stuff that you can which mm -hmm. sort of helps provide like a a sense of danger to everything which i like um it also does the thing that you can do with xenoblade and that you know how in xenoblade you can grind by fighting stuff that's like slightly stronger than you and then like sort of and then eventually you find enemies that you can kill that are like 10 levels and it just helps you level up really fast mm -hmm. uh, octopath traveler 2 you can do basically the same thing so if you go to something you're like almost good enough for but like a little low leveled if you push through that you'll you'll end up getting exp like a lot of it so there's a little yeah tip. and you can speed up your battles uh by just pressing start in in battle to have two different speeds uh so mm -hmm. you know <clears throat> if you're doing more of the story cinematic stuff you could do it slower and then you know sort of bump it up if you're just trying to level um i actually ran into a boss uh on one of the chapter twos that was pretty tough I think it was uh, suggested level 16 and I had like, uh, so it's funny actually, like the main character you pick, you can't let them leave the party, but everyone else can sort of cycle in. So your main character ends up getting higher level because they're just getting experience all the time. Uh, and then the other ones you're going to be rotating in and out. So I've been trying to keep everything sort of pretty similar level, but um, I actually had to go grind a little bit and, and, you know, maybe a half hour, I just went out and killed some enemies and then was able to go polish it off. But uh it's cool because the battle system is really fun and, and sort of plays into itself. Um, so you get like these BPs uh, for each turn and essentially like you can add them up and then you can use the BPs to do a, a whole bunch of uh, attacks in one turn or make one of your like, you know, if it's a, a special move, you can make it really powerful. So it's nice like to sort of risk reward, right? When to use your extra uh, actions, because when you use the extra action, you don't gain one the next turn. So, you know, like it sort of incentivizes saving up to get four. Um, and then, you know, 
then you can essentially with the enemies you want to break them uh, by sort of exploiting their weaknesses each enemy sort of has a, a, a decent amount and you sort of figure them out and then um yeah once they're sort of broken you can do big damage to them and and that you know you don't need to do the break system but it feels very geared towards like hey try and break enemies uh, especially when you get into bosses because you know it it breaks them they can't attack that turn in the next turn um so that's huge you know especially with bosses when they're you know dealing out big damage um just to to negate any damage is, is huge and, and then obviously the the benefit of really being able to lay on the lay the wood if you will when they're sort of hurt and exposed <laughs> um but i think i think i'm just gonna let that slide yeah what laying the wood yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta lay it down um but yeah so uh and then obviously as you level up you also get job points to unlock new skills uh which obviously give your characters bigger arsenal and then as you unlock skills you also get like passive abilities that you can equip up to a certain amount um and actually i just got it where uh i got a second job um so my main character is the apothecary apothecary can't say that word right now um, apothecary yes uh and then they just got the cleric job. So now, you know, I've got an even bigger arsenal because now I can do obviously both those moves. And now when I unequip that cleric from there, I don't think I'll be able to access the abilities, uh, but I should still get the passives. And some of the passives, you know, uh, are like get extra experience. But, you know, there are other like a whole range. And I'm sure there's probably some really OP uh, passives that are sort of like, hey, you want to have all your characters sort of grind out this job, even just to this level to get a passive. But um, that seems like real nitty gritty stuff you can get into. Um, but yeah, I, I've really been enjoying it. Obviously, I mean, it, it's got the super beautiful visuals. You know, the, the HD 2D is really sweet looking. Um, it feels like, you know, where Octopath 1, there's a lot of grinding. This doesn't feel that way. Um it, it feels good too because characters do interact. So like when you picked up your each new character, you'd sort of go back in time and then like see how that character got to that town at that point. Um, and then they join your party. Uh, and then when you're going to chapter twos, there is some interaction, but like there are some cutscenes that just goes just to that specific character, but there are now like uh, crossover stories where, you know, uh, if, if, the two character stories intercept in a certain town, you know, and you have both of them in your party group, then all of a sudden you get some extra stuff. And, and then obviously it's really story with those two characters interacting a whole bunch, uh, which I know is a big complaint in the first game. So it, it seems like they sort of took all the good things uh, from Octopath one and brought it over and sort of, you know, maybe refined it a little bit. And then they took all the complaints and really uh, addressed them head on. And, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I've just been having fun sort of going and, and getting new areas unlocked, you know, sort of un war eh, uncovering the fog of war on your map, you know, as you fill in the different areas. And and like I said, I, I it's cool to find optional side dungeons that you go in there and you, you feel like you get some really good gear for your characters. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to keep on chipping away. I think, you know, my PlayStation, I think, says I'm like. Tw like somewhere between 25 and 30 percent done apparently um at 20 hours so that sort of tracks with getting closer to the 60 hour mark um but yeah yeah i'm definitely having fun with it very good i uh i got like 42 hours in before i i put it down um 
ended up just having my fill, I guess. But I, I could always go back. My, my put it favorite, out of its misery. Yeah, put it out of its misery. She my, my it favorite, out back. My favorite two characters were uh, Particio, who's the merchant who believes mm-hmm. in commerce, but um, but uh, also wants to fight against poverty. He was super cool. Um, and then the other one was the hunter girl whose le- whose uh, chapters are basically Pokemon and that you can basically uh, get monsters from random encounters around the world and use them in battle. Uh, who were who were your favorites? Who are your favorites so far? It's funny because uh, her she's my one of my least favorite, the hunter. Oh, um, OK. Not for any. I, I guess I just don't love the capturing and use it like I end up. I feel like not using the animals that much in battle maybe i need to just to figure that out and it'll be better um, some of them are super op is is the reason why you want to gotcha. so i would experiment with it uh and it's funny too because um like uh i felt like the story in the beginning there obviously it was very pokemon you know picking between the owl and like the tiger or whatever it was mm-hmm. um but it also felt sort of like zelda e2 where it was like the story telling that with the three I think it was like three things you had to go get or something or another. I, I forget the the details, but yeah, right. it, it, all the different stories were I thought pretty good. Um, I like my the Pocketary character in battle because I really like uh, mixing the concoctions, um, and then especially when you get that. Um, what what's the when you get hit, you fill up a gauge and then it gives you a special ability. I forget what they call it, but essentially it lets you make the concoctions for free. Uh, so it's like super nice because you could just be like, I'm going to throw healing uh, their magic points back, uh, you know, two random buffs for each character, make sure it goes in everything. So it's like a super powerful move. Um, but yeah, I, I like uh, the H- Hikari, I believe his name yeah. is the from uh, good. the 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 Lord from you or coup, excuse yeah. me. Um, I liked his I, I sort of like um, the. Ooh, I'm forgetting his name. The scholar, right? He was in prison. Uh, yeah, the yep. Oswald. That's it, Oswald. Uh, I liked his. Um, I'd say those two maybe some of my favorites. Nice. But, but honestly, I, I like them all. Like I've been having fun mixing them into battle, and then also just sort of you know, it, it's one of those games you peel back the onion on the story little bits by bits, obviously because they're chapter based. Um, and then sometimes you know you're you're doing a chapter on one character and then you're going to go through, you know, between all the other characters, maybe, you you know, it could be 10 different chapters between, you know, before you get back to it. So it's a little tough, but they do do a pretty good job of sort of in the journal saying like, you know, all the steps you've taken to sort of remind you of what's going on. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how they, they all sort of more interact as we, we sort of keep pushing on. Very cool. Good old long game, but mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely like been having fun. RPG. Well, that was before when you guys were like, "You want to go early?" And I was like, "I was playing," and I was probably I probably played like two hours just beforehand. Like, not really. And I was like, "Yeah." Well, at first I almost suggested it, and I was like, "Ah, you know what though? I'm, <laughs> I'm sort of having fun right now." Uh, so that's why I was like, oh, "Okay, six fifteen. I can do that. I can get off fifteen minutes early." <laughs> nice. Nice. I've been playing Mamda Bakeru.
played that too. Yeah, so I got it. I think we got it in around the same day, like within a day of each other. I was thinking, I was like, oh, it's weird. I got it before Alex. I was like, no, it's mm-hmm. not, because he's east, and I'm the middle, and it was from Japan. So they went across the Pacific, right? Mm-hmm. So it would get to me first. It just makes. It's just. It's just math, mm-hmm. Alex. Yeah. So potato, potato. You know. I'm just not used to playing things before Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, the Bivs talked about this game uh, a lot when we had him on, uh, and and you know, it intrigued us, and we bought it. And I'm glad I bought it. I'm really liking it so far. Uh, uh, it is a very impressive game on many many counts, and there are some absolutely baffling decisions made from game design that I will talk about. <laughs> Sounds like a good field game, all right. <laughs> well, not really. I mean. Every every single good field game has like major caveats for as amazing as they can also be at okay. times. What's the major cat? And I and I, I don't disagree. But what's the major caveat? Like you say for like uh, Yoshi uh, for uh, the last one, Crafted World, because that's the, like near perfection for me. Mm. So I guess it's it's all subjective, of course. Yeah, of course. Saying yeah, but for me, I think I you know what it is. I think every good field game is either, and we're talking about the Nintendo platformers, either mm, Wario Land Shake It. I guess what I'm talking about is Kirby's Epic Yarn, Yoshi's Crafted World, and Yoshi's Woolly World. Those are the three I'm primarily talking about. But my big issues with them are that either they're too easy, uh, in the case of Kirby's Epic Yarn, Mm. um, the levels are too long, in the case of... uh, crafted world i think they're they're like okay. pretty drawn out um yeah. or in the case of woolly world i think it sort of has a little of both but that's not sure. i'm not i'm not gonna get into a fight over them but Nothing will make alex no happy, i agree really. with you yeah but i also I mean, think this game yeah. sort of is a similar type of deal well, where it's gorgeous yeah. it's cool but it also has really long levels there are some really weird so so okay i'm gonna start with what i don't like and then we'll bring well, what is it do. first so what oh oh this game <laughs> it, it, it's a 3d platformer uh very similar i would say it's an action 3d platformer um similar to kirby in the forgotten land um and mm-hmm. some goemon dna too yeah which i've never played goemon so mm-hmm. i i assume uh that's in there i mean it's supposedly the spiritual successor so yeah. um and you know the main concept of the game is you're this kid you know tanuki apparently that morphed into a kid and by the way i'm playing it's all japanese and and you can honestly i've been using uh google translate on my phone to, to look at it and it'll <laughs> it'll translate it's pretty amazing cheat. honestly yeah it's pretty cool i don't know why they didn't just do that and release it uh just kidding and well, I, I think there was a sorry to interrupt, but there's a good feel had like their holiday card that developers do sometimes at the uh-huh. end of the year. And I there was some suggestion that they're going to bring it west this now, year. I don't know if that was. As, yeah, I, I, I saw that, too. And that's what I thought I was like, oh, perfect. I buy it. And then they announced it, you know, but that also could mean they're uh, different consoles, too. And right. anyway, so I'm just kind of thinking of both those because it's a very, sure, very sure, Japanese sure. thing. But yeah, absolutely. Um and so you you know you go around you have these like drumsticks that, uh, like like the drumsticks from uh, that rhythm that Japanese rhythm game, 
that I can't remember. Tyco. Yeah, Tyco. Um, kind of like that style, and you hit people with them. L and R, like you can hit L, hit L to do your left hand and R to your right hand, and then standard jump. And then there's just like you know when you hit Y, uh, it does a somersault, and then it, you can run. Um, controls feel okay. It's not. It's a little. They're a little. They're no. They're a little staticky. They're not. They're not as. It's. it's it ain't no Mario 3D World or anything. Like it, it feels a little stiffer than that, but it feels good. Uh, looks great. Uh, the the frame rate is is really bad. Um, even even after updating it, because there was an update you could get. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got an update. I, I okay. I but I I don't know. Uh, I'll check. Well, I guess I've I only, only played go. two levels, and it was okay during. Yeah, those two it, yeah, levels. it was that's okay. Was. Now you'll notice that, and what that's one of my baffling decisions is like when they're small environments, the game's silky smooth. So mm-hmm. it's like, dude, what the heck's going on? Like, and they're, and they're just as great, the small levels. And I say small in quotes. Like, I mean, it doesn't really change. The only thing that changes is you can see more in the big levels. See more butts. Yeah. Yeah. You can see more of the levels. In the, and it's just, it just starts to, you know. I mean, Danny said it wasn't that bad. And it's definitely playable. But there are parts where you know because it, it almost feels like and some of them are auto scrolling it almost feels like a twin stick shooter in a way like you're running around and just it's act very actiony getting things things are exploding out of them and you're collecting the resources and stuff but i was like missing it it, it was it's a frame it was so bad that i was missing it wasn't registering my button presses oof you like know it affected the latency a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. so it's just like yeah and again you can get by it like it's not like that of a it's not like um like like Sekiro like you know where that would be it's make it or break precision, it precision yeah but it kind of is because the other baffling decision is they have this I don't know it's it's reminiscent of an old arcade old NES game right it's like when you fall like you have a nice health system and you know you can upgrade your hearts, but when you fall off a level, like anywhere, like just make one fall, it doesn't just like minus one heart and put you back where you are. It starts you over the level and it's like, oh my goodness. And the levels are huge. And it's like, what mm-hmm. the heck is this? It's it's so weird, dude. It's like that feeling of like an old NES game. Like when you die and you start with, it's like, oh my goodness, like that's not a good feeling. And, and like, it, you know, it, I guess does Mario Mario does the same thing, right? I guess you just die, or do you? But the levels are shorter. In the Mario levels are games. shorter, yeah, and and this and the and it's just they're more, the controls are better, and and these these ones can be ten or fifteen minutes long, even as my yeah. understanding. Yeah, so it's that's another one, and the other thing that Danny mentioned mm-hmm. as well is like there are random invisible walls that make no sense, mm. like seriously. Like, like you walk up to this arena, right? Like arena that's right in front of you and you can see. So the main, the main, uh, point of like every level, basically there's different kinds of levels. So I'll get on that. But the basic level is like, there are these drums that you have to go explode or whatever that they're like, they're like pinatas or whatever they're barrels and, and you have to explode them, which then explodes the thing at the end of the level so that you can bang it with a drum and, and explode it. That's the best way I can put it. But anyway, you basically have to go around and hit three of these things. And sometimes there's four, but you only have to hit three of them to, to beat it. And so like, there's an, a level, this is just an example. It's like you walk up and like you enter like this arena in front of you and it's open right there. 
you know, and you jump because you can see it and there's the drum right there. But like you walk up to jump over and it's just you can't jump over the, the ledge <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> oh, no, you have to go around. And it's like, that is so bad. Like, that's so arbitrary. And they could have done something like, like, you know, when you play a game and you jump and you hit an invisible wall, but then it like reflects and like there's like a light fragment and it's like, oh, it's a cursed zone or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like purpose. This doesn't have that. So, I mean, that even that would have been like a really good like thing. It's like, oh, it's like designed for me. But no, it's like it's just an environment and I just can't simply go over. And like there's you'll be walking on top of buildings and there's ledges like like there's like a, a rail on like on the outside of it with like a, a ledge and coins on the other side of it. Like you jump over the rail that's like up to your waist. I mean, it's very small. You can jump mm-hmm. over and grab the coins, but you can't jump over the rail. You have to go to like find the opening in the That's rail and then so go around annoying. it. Yeah, oh. it's it's awful. And then the funny thing on top of that, there is a similar drop. There's a similar exactly the same balcony, like that ridge, the the edge of the of the uh, what do you call it? Like the the sides of of, of the uh, the border of of the yeah. Of, there's a similar like balcony beneath you, like exactly the same. And you jump down there because I'm like, oh, I bet there's a secret down there. Nope. You just fall and die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and there's no indication. So it's like, this is like elementary game design stuff. It really is. And it's it's weird. Um, I, I think the reason why it's so jarring is it's not crazy for a studio to make uh, an independent game, which I don't know if this is independent, but I only see Goodfeel's logo on it. So I'm thinking it, it was a good feel. Uh, primarily produced thing like it's not that unheard of for a studio when it no longer has the giant publishers backing to make these let's say mistakes that they didn't make before or or clumsier design or, or whatever that 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 makes sense what's so weird about this game in particular is that it has there are moments when it approaches the polish of like a kirby in the forgotten land 100 percent or it almost feels like the super open wide levels in like Mario 3D world that are like it, it, the production super value wide. is like the $60. production like, value. It, it's a sixty dollar game to me. Like I, I wouldn't have been, you know, if it didn't have these things. Like I mean, but it, it feels like that at times. Like this is a solid, beautiful action platformer game mm-hmm. with like beginning and end and levels and like it's the collectathon stuff is fun. It's very collect. I would say it's more collectathon focused than either. Well, Kirby only for the or- bonuses, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, just sure. Um, and it's funny. There, there are. There's literally in each level. There's five golden poops, and yeah. my daughter always says, oh, "It's a golden poop." And then we, we all laugh, and it's great. Um, <laughs> but and yeah, they have random bits of information which are fantastic. But that's what makes it weird is that you have all the stuff you're saying where it's like, this this feels like it came out a little bit hot in addition to a super polished game that's like, oh, I wonder if Nintendo is going to publish it themselves next year yes. when it comes to West, because yes. it almost feels like a Nintendo game. That's what I was telling yeah. Alex uh, as I was like, this to me, like, and I'm not saying this is what it is, and I don't mean to, I'm just joking. Like, this is what it feels like to me. It's almost mm-hmm. like they were creating this game for to to pitch it to Nintendo like to be like, like to get back on whatever terms. I don't know what's going on over there, but it's like, look, look at this amazing game. And they saw it and played it. And these things that I'm talking about, they're like, no, nah, good job, keep it going. You <laughs> know, but like, head, we're, yeah. we're not gonna publish this because it's not up to those. St- that's it's what makes it feel 
like a like a not a Nintendo game, even though it looks like a Nintendo game. And uh, you know, at times, but it's funny, dude, because like like the the uh, ingredients are all there. Um, and the other baffling, just the one more thing that to me it, that I cannot get over, and maybe it's because I'm an audio designer, but the impact sounds are awful, like almost non-existent. And you have drums, you have like even at the end when you're beating the drum at the end, there's no drum beat sound. It just goes, and it, it, <laughs> it's weird. And like when you're hitting characters, it's just like a, and it doesn't have like a, you know, it doesn't. You don't feel good when you're hitting stuff. It's bizarre, dude. It's weird. Like there's something messed up. Anyway, so the, the running also, I would say the movement is like 80% of the way to where you want it to be exactly. too, at least in my, in my opinion. Absolutely. And so again, this game to me is like, it, like I'm, I'm enjoying it and I'm, I'm like 20, I'm like t- almost 30 levels in, you know, I, I played a really good amount and, and the power ups are really how fun. Many how many levels are there? Yeah. I say 30 I, seems like a whole bunch. Dan say there's 50, I think. Okay. I mean, it's a how many game. hours have you, you think you've been playing? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like six. All right. Ish, all right. Something like Probably that. Probably like a nine or 10 hour platform. I mean, it, you know, and it's, right. yeah. And I remember I had the same feeling with Kirby about like, I, I can play like a couple levels and then I'm like kind of burnt out on it. And again, yeah. it's the same thing where I don't know if it's the overstimulation. It's the color. Honestly, it is long on a bed. It's very vibrant on the OLED too. And it's just kind of like it's, but um, the bosses are really fun. I really enjoy them. Uh, uh, the power-ups that you get are really fun. Um, I'm enjoying the game right now. It's like at a seven, it's like a good 7.5, but like a mm-hmm. good 7.5, but it, it would be like an 8.59 if it didn't have, if it fixed those three things or those four yeah. things. And again, that's why I think it's so interesting to me is cause it's, it's there like, and, and it's like, I think it's so funny that they think that this is better. And again, maybe, you know, the development, it, maybe they were developing it on the PS5. Maybe it is coming out for all those things, blah, blah, blah. That's happening. I don't know. Maybe it had no issues like this for its target platform. I don't know. Um, and that would be awesome. But right now, unfortunately, the I would just say it's just it's just not up to snuff. All It's almost there. And I am playing it. And so if you can get around that, but it's tough if you're used to like silky smooth, you know, and if you're, you know, coming from, cause it would be a really impressive game on the, on the switch. If it, if it ran at 60, even 30, dude, that's what I'm saying. Even a solid 30 would have been awesome. Um, sobby wobby. Sobby wobby. Now the other thing is, is like, like what, like if I was in charge, I would be like, we're just making all the levels smaller. You're going to do the exact same levels, but we're just going to make them smaller and load them differently. And it, it dude, it would have been so Boom. much better. It's so funny. I just, I don't know. It's because anyway, uh, yeah, I am. I, I think it's really, I'm so glad I got it and I'm, I am enjoying myself, but I, I, I need to be honest, you know, with all the things. And I think everything Danny said was, was correct. Uh, I just think he's probably not as sensitive to, to the, I don't know, to the frame rate or maybe, you know what I've heard in Japan frame rates faster. So well, Not things really. are just faster in Japan in general. Like maybe Danny was you know. smoking something. If you know, Danny what I'm also saying. has a pure heart. I would say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah does. he does most he does. definitely. And honestly, the main character looks like Danny, so he really identifies with it. So, 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, that is uh, you know, whatever I we're call, I'm calling it Mamda Day Bakeru, or is it Lay? Or I don't know what the middle word is. Oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna try to pronounce it. Mamda. I typed in Mamda No Bakery. Is it no <laughs> no bakeru? It's no. It's Otogi Katsugeki Mameda no Bakeru uh, Oracle Saitoro no sign sign seinen. That which is even worse, honestly, than Mameda No Bakeru is is what I just did. Uh, How about Close Mama enough. No Bakery? Mama, Mama no, bakery. no Bakery. Yeah. Thirty-five ninety-nine on on PlayAsia, I guess. Available now, or yeah. probably. 50 bucks 40 50 See, bucks later this year in the west that's what i'm gonna say is like it if they fix those things it's a 60 dollar game to me i really do think so yeah. it's that it is like really a great production oh and the ui is so good and the comics in between and and the characterizations everything is just up to all that's up to par just, it it, yeah. it plays like a late Switch, like it plays. You know what it plays like? It plays like a late 3DS game, which is why it feels like a late Switch game to me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it is a late Switch game, so there you go. But there you go. Yeah. Anyway, go back uh, to go back to. Isn't Yoshi. that crazy, guys? That that we might be getting Switch Two this year. I think. That yeah, I think crazy. we probably are. Ooh, I was thinking about that the other day. We're coming up on seven years since that sucker came out. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the day I got it. Man, it was great. Me too, man. I had the long weekend. Me and Jerry were just sitting on Skype talking about uh, our great times in Zelda. Talking about our future plans of procreating. Yep. Just you and me. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, sorry. I I drifted off there. Um, No, yeah. Check check out. I mean, again, it's a good game. It's a good game for sure. Yeah. I don't mean to sound so I, I that's why I like to use the word baffling because the game is so good otherwise and mm. it is a good game. You're and I think anyone who who played it would would like it. So it's just they would have the same. Anyway. I'm I want to hear what Alex thinks more when he plays some more. So I will. I I will say so. Cool. Um I was I was gonna talk about vampire survivors, but you guys have already talked about it a bunch on the show. thing i'll say sure is i have. ended up buying the dlc uh as like a good baby game mm-hmm. um and and the dlc for vampire survivors is very inexpensive i think it's like 199 a pop each one adds a new map and new characters and all of the maps have their own gimmicks and they're all really fun um i've never played among us before but the among us dlc is fantastic um and and it's all really goofy and the thing that i'm discovering as i play vampire survivors more is that um, I guess I just got into a quick bite without signaling a quick bite. Um, the thing that I, I realize about Vampire Survivors more is that when you just play a little bit of it, it feels like video game junk food. But as you get deeper, you realize that there are all these secrets and there are all these weird unlockables and there's all this like old school style obtuse unlocking methods to get like secret characters and and various unlockables and it's and it's interesting how you play vampire survivors and the first impression at least for me was like oh this is a good game to turn your brain off with but the more i play the more i'm like no this cheap ugly beautiful little game actually has so much going on 
that I don't think I gave it credit for the first time I played. So I, it's interesting, uh, right? When yeah, you say I, I, I like it, like I, I totally get turn your brain off. Like I, I like I get that thing, but it's almost like it's not. It's it, it's a it's a I would say it's just a masterful passive game. Yeah. Um, you know, and I and I think that it's a game where just like Tetris, where you you have room like you can play the game and think about something else at the same time and great then, youtube game yeah so like mm-hmm. while you're doing this really addicting like f- super fun gameplay you're also having these like deep thoughts about other things like anything and i think that that is a really therapeutic thing i think like when yeah. you can like when i can think about other things like while i'm watching a show with my wife or something and i'm doing this it's a very fun mixture, and I just have the same. Yeah, I just I, I think it's really neat, and so I, I think you just turns, described World of Warcraft, buddy. <laughs> yes, I did. That's why people like it because you don't even need to think about it. There's nothing to think about. Oh, I did play that that rogue that uh, that World of Warcraft game, that mobile game. Yeah, not just, yeah I don't want to switch off. But did you have anything else to say about? Vampire no, Survivor? no, I was just saying it's like if you put it down. I recommend going back to it and and buying the DLC. Just it's it's it is probably the most culturally significant video game that's not like a multiplayer thing. Yeah. Since it came out in 2022 on PC, and it's it's just so interesting how big of an impact it had for something that seems so simple and I know. and it's amazing, cheap, right? but but not an offensive way. It, it oh it it is priced to move and everyone should buy it. And and you know um. I, I didn't finish that game because I didn't even know like what to do. Isn't that funny? It's so wabi sabi. It's, it's not a finish game. It's it's. I guess you probably can, but it's more like a you just keep playing. Well, yeah, but like I thought, like isn't there like a way to like unlock the? I didn't unlock all the levels I guess and stuff. There are it's, things like, you have to, to like, unlock, do certain but... things and find certain things. And I didn't even know. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, awesome game, really fun. And again, yeah. I know it's like, it's like it's ugly, yet beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. because you can be that. You can be ugly and beautiful because beauty doesn't necessarily mean. Beauty is in the eye of the Bajeri holder. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, I just I won't even won't even quick bite it. But I did play some of that Warcraft Rumble, that mobile game that Casey talked about or he mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. I, when did you? I don't know that? if we ever really talked about it on the show. Oh, maybe we didn't. Okay. Anyway, um, it's fun on mobile. It's like a tower defense game, and it's really cool. It's like a you know, and you can, it. yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it's really smart. Like it, like a, it's a vertical game, and you know, you're just dropping things. Have you played it, Case? Yeah, I told you about it, didn't I? Well, I thought maybe you had heard of it coming out, but I didn't know if you. Actually yeah, no, played I, it. I've actually played a decent amount. It's one of those, especially with the baby, and you can just keep the phone in your hand. It's just nice an, and yeah, easy. you got the, just the um, thumb. You can use but, the thumb, right? But yeah, it's cool. Like you, you get like essentially like a main unit, and then like six other units, uh, it's, and like there's a whole bunch of them, so you can sort of make up your army. Um, and obviously, right, like it's playing strengths and weaknesses with air. Uh, you know ground units and yeah it's a little tower defense and you just try and get the other other team down but um where it gets like where i'm sure they make all their money uh is essentially like as you upgrade the units they can start using abilities um and in order to upgrade the units like yeah you need to use your coins to like get copies of them and then yeah like i can see where it gets expensive uh for people who are going crazy but there's a lot of single player content 
and then there's PvP. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it's not something I play all the time. But I've been I've been playing a lot more than I've really ever play a phone game. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you but anyway, is on Fishdom, my my mobile game of choice. I've discovered that if if you leave the game for a certain amount of time, like like a week or I don't know how long, how many days, and you come back, they give you three huge power-ups that last for like an hour and they're amazing like they're super rare otherwise and so i've just been doing that and it's like kind of backfiring on them i feel like because it's like it's like why would i play right now if with like where in five days i could play it and get all these power-ups so isn't that because they get the people who don't have any uh patience and then they go i'll just buy one of those power yeah that's true and again, I think like, like you're talking about, it's the whales. You know, have you ever heard that? Oh yeah, concept? oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like 99 percent of the people don't pay anything, but then there's the whales. But they only need a few of them. There, there was a the Diablo Immortal when that came out. There was a guy who literally he paid to win, and, and like he paid so much he couldn't play anyone. Like he like no joke. I think he spent like a hundred thousand uh, dollars mm-hmm. on his character, and like. I guess the matchmaking was sort of based on your power level <laughs> and he was so powerful that no one else matched up with him. He, he, he was literally, quite happy about that too. You yeah, he, are nothing to me. You are all weak and I am the God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, literally paid himself out of playing. <laughs> yep. Love it. That's just like Alex with this podcast. Yeah. Somehow. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know exactly how, but it, <laughs> yeah, it's, but anyway, I think that'll do it for the show. Got a yes. solid hour. And we got, you know, we have, is next week a normal show as well? And then after that, we got. Correct. We got, we got goodies. Got the goodies. Hey, we should have the, the Jimmy Goat. The Jimmy Goat. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the, the worst game of the year. The, the Jimmy Goat. The Jimmy Goat. Yeah. Because he's the greatest of all time, Jimmy. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Add it to the categories. Add it to the categories. Uh, but yes, you can so, yeah. follow us over on Twitter at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo P O O D. But only one. And you can support Nintendo World Report over on patreon.com slash NWR. That's patreon.com slash NWR. What are you, a pirate, Alex? Yar. You dirty dog. And yeah, and on that note. You, yeah, you should buy uh, Vampire Survivors. It's five bucks, real good. And we'll see you next week. Remember to, if you're looking at making some kids, do it in the next couple months. Yeah. Ask Jerry, he'll give you a tip or two. Yeah. Two dolls.
Yep. Poodles. I'm going to keep this running. Let it run like Forrest Gump. Casey, do you have something funny to say? You know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna uh, bleep that, and then never, no one's gonna know what you're saying. If I bet he's some that's sort funny. of racist, that's funny, right, Alex? That's, I'd say that's pretty good. You can go yeah. for it. All right. And I forget, did, have I talked about this at all? I think I just said that I pretty much. Alex, why didn't it. you snap? I did. Oh, you did. I did. I did one snap. Well, oh, okay, okay, one snap. That'll be really subtle. easy. That'll be really easy to pick yeah, up. Thanks. Thanks. Well, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> One little dot. That's so funny.